0: everyone, welcome to the Friday Fast 15, the snack size podcast where we break down big topics with subject matter experts in under 15 minutes. Today my guest is David Stevenson. David is the Director of IT Workflow Practices here at CrossFuse. Welcome to the show, David. Yeah, thanks for having me. So let's dive right in here. What is enterprise service management?
1: Yeah, so enterprise service management is really interesting, but let's start with a little bit of history first before we dive into what ESM or enterprise service management truly is. So with the advent of the internet and employees in the workforce using internet connected applications, there's been a real revolution uh, within the workplace to have a consumerized experience, um, such as when your employees go to a banking website or or say amazon.com, They want to see that familiar kind of experience that they have in the workplace, such as the ease of ordering items or browsing through a catalog of services. With this advent of this consumerization type of experience, the innovation to really drive that within the workplace really started with IT. Right? So we've had the advent of these service catalogs where we can browse a catalog of services just like we're ordering something from amazon.com. We have really friendly user experiences for interacting with IT such as submitting a ticket or submitting a request. But we haven't seen much innovation outside of IT. Right, There's been this real focus on that service management type of experience which has brought in into what we call IT service management or ITSM today. Uh, but again, it's been strictly just there. So with enterprise service management, it's really taking that concept of service management and applying it to other organizations or business units outside of IT, such as HR, field operations, marketing, or finance, or any other organizations you might have within the workplace.
0: And you talk about ESM platforms like ServiceNow is the fabric that connects these disparate systems to create efficiencies. Can you give us some real-world examples?
1: Yeah, so ServiceNow is a really great example because the design of ServiceNow as a platform of platforms is really kind of situated as this digital enterprise fabric within your organization. Think of it like a ribbon or a connecting tissue that's able to connect these disparate systems or silos within the organization under one platform or one unified type of experience. So I have a couple of examples. So the first example is a very common one, which is onboarding a new employee. Right? So this is a this is a partnership between HR and IT to where you have a new employee that's come on board and they need some stuff requested. Right, So I have a brand new employee, this employee is going to need a desk, they're going to need a computer, they're going to need an account to log into the enterprise systems, and we're going to have to get all this ready before their first day of actually working in the office. So traditionally how this has been done is HR is filing all the paperwork, right? They're emailing back and forth with this potential candidate. They take all that packet of information and kind of toss it over the fence to IT, um, right? As an email or, or work packet or something like that. And then once IT receives it, right? They do their work, they set up their new accounts for that user. We might have someone from field services um, or facilities step in and they're able to set up a desk, other items to get this employee ready. Uh, but again, it's all this emailing back and forth, and we're waiting on emails, we have work packets kind of tossed over the fence. It's a very disjointed, kind of disparate type of process. And so the poor candidates just sitting there for potentially weeks on end, kind of twiddling their thumbs, hoping that, you know, everything's going to get ready while HR is is ever marching towards that data, bringing on that user. So if we look at it more in a modern sense, right, if we have something like ServiceNow connecting all these different organizational units together... Right? we start to bring that into one house or into one roof. So for example, in a perfect world with this, we would have HR is able to submit a request in ServiceNow. That request is then tracked and goes over to IT. But as IT is working on this item, HR never lose visibility of their original request. So they're able to see what group is working on it, what the current status of that request is, and they're able to have that feedback loop or communication with IT at a given time. To help with IT as a part of this process too, no longer do we have to have these manual processes, right? So I don't have to contact or tap another group on the shoulder to say, hey, go set up this account over in AD or you know, go over here and provision this for this user. We can start to have these automations or provisionings or orchestrations from within ServiceNow automatically reach into these other programs or systems within the organization and automatically take care of this. So IT almost becomes hands off outside of approvals. Whereas HR is able to submit this request and have a timely feedback or resolution to what they're looking for. A second example um, as a part of this, which is a really cool one that uh, we actually use internally here at CrossViews is the linkage from sales to delivery down to finance. So say for example, your, your services organization, much like us as a ServiceNow partner, And you may have a new customer, a new prospect come in. Sales is able to submit a request within ServiceNow. That request then goes through resourcing with delivery. It goes through finance for all the paperwork and financial information. And all three business units are able to work together jointly rather than having these disparate emails go out and I have to track that I received this today in an email. And as these items are being completed, we have this one request or this one workflow that's tracking and automating, reaching out into Salesforce, reaching out into different CRM tools to make sure the financial information is there, make sure the paperwork's all there, make sure all the approvals are there within the system, completely electronic and also traceable. That way we have quicker resolution and feedback back to our customers to make that experience as painless and friendly as possible.
0: Wow, that is so cool. Um, And I can imagine enterprises just wanna jump in with this. So what steps can they take to shift operations from ITSM to ESM?
1: Yeah, so just like I talked in the beginning, right? That innovation has really been driven by IT, right? So most organizations have this down to a science, right? You have a blueprint. IT has built out this service management organization. They're serving your customers quite well. The blueprint is there. Right. So the, the trick to it is, right, you need to be able to take that blueprint, continue to improve and modify it, right? Add in additional best practices, look for areas of opportunity, whether it's removing manual processes or adding automation or just improving the experience. And then look at how you can apply that to other organizational units. So the easiest step is, right, try not to boil the ocean. And and we honestly see that way too often to where we have an organization that's extremely excited, right? They've been doing ITSM so well. We're going to go out there and we're going to take our other business units that are service management providers, such as, again, HR, legal, marketing, et cetera, and, and we're just going to do clean slate with that. But what we find that typically is that it really stifles innovation, right? You have all these other organizational units that are going through these digital transformations, and they're kind of at a pause point right? Because everyone is connected in some way. So you're kind of waiting for the entire group to kind of leap forward through that digital transformation, whereas it's much better to look at it as a piecemeal approach to where you take a small group, right? Maybe it's HR that you want to start with, because you want to look at high impact, high visibility opportunities. Where can you make the most impact to provide a better, right, more efficient consumer or customer experience, right? Because you're going to have as you start to have these more delightful, more impactful experiences, right? That's gonna translate into, um, you know, better customer experience scores um, or or quicker returns on investments, things like that as a part of it. To help you get there though, it really requires finding um, a true partner to look at your existing ITSM maturity and then assess it, right? And these assessments are very important because typically what we'll see is Right? You just don't want someone to roll in and just implement a new tool, right? If you walk in and as great as ServiceNow or some of these other tools are as platform or platforms, if you just plop a tool in there, it's not going to solve the issue at the end of the day, right? You're suddenly not going to have service management for everyone as great as that would be. So it's really finding a true partner to evaluate what this IT service management maturity is, continue to, again, refine it, mature it use roadmaps, right, and and allow that partner to help you take you on that journey and guide you um, to where the next set of, of high-impact, high-visibility opportunities really are.
0: So, David, in this short period of time here, you have defined ESM for us. You've given us some real good concrete examples and really helped us understand the next steps on the journey from ITSM to ESM. Any final thoughts for us?
1: Yeah, the, the biggest thing, again, is remember that it's a journey, right? Too, too often we see that, you know, we just want to flip a switch and suddenly we're going to have enterprise service management for all. And as great as that would be, it's just not realistic. Uh, so, again, finding a partner is key. And, and finding someone to take you on that journey kind of hand-in-hand hand together is really important. Also remember, too, high-impact, high-visibility areas to reduce manual work or workload is very important, Right. The the modern world is built on automation, right? Between Microsoft and ServiceNow and, and a variety of other partners, anyone that's cloud connected, all built on automation to provide these efficiencies and reduce this manual effort to allow the organization to grow through innovation.
0: That is so cool. And David, thank you so much for your time today. I am so excited to see the shift from ITSM to ESM play out in real time.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: And thank you, everyone, for joining us today. This has been The Rise of ESM with David Stevenson. If you'd like to learn more about how CrossFuse can help your business shift from ITSM to ESM, check out our website and reach out to us at at letstalkatcrossfuse.com. And for more snackable podcasts, subscribe to the Friday Fast 15 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. See you next week.